0: This story comes from the land known today as Rajasthan in northwest India. This was the home of the Rajputs, a fierce people whose bravery in battle and martial skills were unparalleled. Today's story is about one of the most famous of the Rajputs. It is a story of great sacrifice, struggle, and bravery. It is the story of Maharana Prata, the 13th king of Mewar. Mewar had been under attack for centuries. First, the forces of the Delhi Sultanate, and after that, the Mughals had repeatedly tried to conquer the Rajput kingdoms. By the time Rana Pratap became king, almost all of the Rajput kings had pledged their allegiance to Akbar, the great Mughal, and they chose to serve the emperor. Akbar, in turn, was trying to secure his absolute domination over the region. He sent many diplomatic missions to Chittor, Rana Pratap's capital, trying to win over Rana Pratap as a friend. But Rana Pratap refused to bend the knee. He, in fact, pledged to free Mewar from the clasp of the Mughals and all his life, he never gave up that fight. He and his loyal warriors took a terrible oath to not sleep on a bed and only on the ground, not to wear fancy clothes, but only ordinary or battle wear. All till Chittor was free. Even the court priests thought it was too harsh. But Rana Pratap said, Nothing is too great a sacrifice for the freedom of our motherland. Rana Pratap believed that the first step would be to capture a key fort to show the people of the land that there was still hope. And they did just that. With a small army, they attacked a small fort just outside of Chittor, which had been captured by the Mughals. In a fierce battle, they defeated the Mughal forces and won back the fort from them. This had the desired effect. The victory brought people from all around Mewar to the fort and motivated them to fight and join Rana Pratap's army. And just like that, Rana Pratap's army had started growing. And on the shoulder of this victory, Rana Pratap announced to the people, Let this be known far and wide. The Mughals are not your rulers. I, Rana Pratap... I'm your your true true king. king. Very soon, the news of this defeat reached Akbar's court and the ministers all laughed. Emperor, did you hear? Rana Pratap took one small measly fort and is now claiming to be the king of Chittor. We can crush him with our large army. But Akbar was wise. He realized the danger Rana Pratap could pose. He warned his ministers that Rana Pratap should not be taken lightly. He realized that the only way to resolve things was to try befriending Rana Pratap again. So he called upon his commander, Man Singh, who was the king of Amer in modern-day Jaipur. He asked him to visit and speak with Rana Pratap to prevent all-out war. Man Singh reached Rana Pratap's palace hoping it would be a friendly visit. And it sure started out that way. He was warmly welcomed by Rana Pratap's minister and they started talking. Man Singh told the minister about Emperor Akbar's offer of friendship and that's when things started to take a turn for the worse. The minister told Man Singh, We do not consider Akbar as our emperor. He who is forcefully trying to overtake our lands, we have only one true king and his name is just then. Rana Pratap and his son Amar Singh entered the room and the conversation stopped. Rana Pratap invited Man Singh to eat and when Man Singh asked if he was going to eat with him, Rana Pratap refused. Why would I break bread with someone who has sold out the pride and respect of their motherland to the enemy? This obviously angered Man Singh and it hurt his pride. So Man Singh told Rana Pratap, I have come to you as a friend and I have come with an offer of friendship and I am treated with this disrespect you will pay the price and this brings us to the war of Haldighati Man Singh clearly angry rushes back to Agra Akbar's capital and asks him for an army to defeat Rana Pratap once and for all Akbar agrees and even offers Prince Salim, his own son, to head the massive army. Man Singh and Prince Salim strategize that if they could get Rana Pratap to come out of his fort, defeating him would be simpler. So with that strategy in mind, the army reaches the famous and dangerous battleground of Haldi Ghati. Now, you have to understand that the Mughal army had about 80,000 soldiers, many cannons and even more guns. While Rana Pratap's army had just 22,000 men, no guns and no cannons. So the massive Mughal army waits on one side of Haldigati for Rana Pratap's army to make them move. Even though he had a smaller army, Rana Pratap had to meet the Mughal army in open battle. You have all heard of the very famous Chetam. Chetak had been Rana Pratap's constant companion on hunting trips and multiple battles and he had never let the king down. So riding Chetak, Rana Pratap and his army march into battle and face the giant Mughal army with courage and valor. And the army fought and fought, but the Mughal army just kept growing and growing until soon Rana Pratap had lost over 15,000 soldiers. The great strategist that he was, Rana Pratap spots Man Singh in the middle of battle. He realizes that if he kills the commander, the Mughal army might lose the will to fight on. So Chetak and he charge Man Singh's elephant and he aims at Man Singh's head with a spear. But to Man Singh's good fortune... The elephant, right at that moment, takes a step in the other direction. And the spear hits the elephant rider instead of Mansingh. To Rana Pratap's dismay, the Mughal soldiers surround him and almost have him captured. At this point, a short distance away stood Mana. Rana Pratap's best friend and loyal general He saw Rana Pratap's plight And he swung into action He grabbed Rana Pratap's headgear And started riding off in the opposite direction The Mughals gave chase Thinking it was Rana Pratap And it was just about enough time For Chetak to get Rana Pratap to safety Rana Pratap was quite badly injured And Chetak took him deep into the forest A few days later His family joined him His wife, daughter and son. This was a hard life for the family. They had to rely on roots, fruits and whatever little rations they had. Soon, even that was running out and his children were unable to sustain this life. One day, his beloved daughter fainted. Watching this, for the first time, Rana Pratap considers that offer of friendship from Akbar. So Rana Pratap writes Akbar a letter offering his loyalty as a vassal to the Mughal emperor. And of course, this absolutely delights Akbar's court. Everyone rejoices, all but one. You see, in Akbar's court, there was a poet called Prithviraj. And Prithviraj was a bit of a rebel. He didn't want to see Akbar completely unopposed and he marvelled at Rana Pratap's bravery. He was heartbroken. Prithviraj secretly wrote Rana Pratap a letter. Help us, Maharana Pratap. You are our only hope. If you give in to Akbar, the sun will sooner rise in the west. Rana Pratap is taken aback by this letter and gets a renewed sense of motivation. He decides against taking that offer from the emperor. So when Akbar's army actually reaches to receive Rana Pratap, they are in for a rude shock. Rana Pratap refuses to join them, and that ends inevitably in another battle. Rana Pratap didn't have too many soldiers left either. And soon, the Mughal army had defeated Rana Pratap's band of soldiers and were about to capture Rana Pratap when something absolutely miraculous happens. You see, in the outskirts of Chittorgarh lived the Beel tribes. They had never pledged allegiance to either king, but in that moment, they picked their side. They rushed into battle to help Rana Pratap, saved him and some of his soldiers, and got them back to their village. Rana Pratap recovered from this battle discouraged. He had lost most of his army, and to build a new army, he would need soldiers and, of course, money to build weapons and armor. But again, all hope was not lost. After a few days of recovering, he had an unusual visitor. A wealthy merchant from Chittor called Bhama Shah. Bhama Shah said, I cannot offer you my services as a fighter, but what I can offer you is all my wealth and my full support. And with this money, Rana Pratap creates a whole new army along with the Bhil tribe soldiers. And now he starts to fight again with renewed enthusiasm and valor he first captures the fort of Pinsar and then, over some time, moves on to free the cities of Devar, Udaipur and Komalni. He managed to free large parts of the region from the grasp of the Mughals, but Rana Pratap died a broken man. On his deathbed years later, he told his family that he was extremely sad. After decades of fighting, he had not successfully freed all of Mewar from the clutches of the Mughal army. Rana Pratap died aged 56. But his deathbed was not a king's deathbed. He died sleeping on the ground. Remember that oath he took about not sleeping on a comfortable bed till his motherland was free? Such a man of his word was he that till his last breath he never broke that terrible oath. You see, not all stories have happy endings. Sometimes the endings of stories don't matter. What matters is the hope that people like Rana Pratap gives to millions of people. Rana Pratap died 4 centuries ago. And yet in our minds, he remains the most valiant of the Rajputs. This video was adapted from the Amar Katha comic, Rana Pratap. If you liked it, click on the button above to buy this or any other Amar Katha comic. And of course, remember to like and share And subscribe for many incredible stories from Amar Chitra Katha, India's greatest storyteller.